0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to an all new episode of the Darius Show. For today's episode, I want to highlight a series that I think deserves your attention. This series is groundbreaking in terms of representation. Uh, the tone of it is phenomenal. Uh, I do think that it is a really good, heartfelt, you know, feel good series that's out right now. It's like the spiritual successor to The Office, with a with a slight tinge of "Won't You Be My Neighbor?" from Mister Rogers. This series is Abbott Elementary. This series is, you can find it on HBO or on Hulu. It's an ABC sitcom and is a multicam sitcom. Uh, I know that that might feel like it, that makes it seem like a lame show that you could pass over on paper, but I promise you this series is definitely worth your time and we're going to get all into it right after the intro. It's the Darius Show, y'all already know. Drop your booty to the floor, come give me some more. It's the Darius Show. It's the Darius Show. Most of the time when I'm discussing the shows that I watch on this podcast, I always have a lot of spoilers within my conversations. I'll let you know right off the bat that this, for the most part, is going to be a spoiler-free conversation. The nature of the series, because it is more of a lighthearted series, it is a feel-good one. There's not too much like lore, and cons- there is consistency to the characters, and there is character development. That being said, for the purposes of talking about the series, I don't think that a spoiler warning is necessary. In fact, I want to use this episode as an opportunity to actually put people onto the series. So, again, you should, you can listen to this entire episode. I'll touch on a couple of plots, but it's not anything spoilery. It's nothing that you wouldn't know after watching the first episode of the series. So Abbott Elementary is created by Quinta Brunson, and this series actually has a mockumentary sitcom style Mm -hmm. of filming. You might be familiar with this style from The Office, Parks and Recreation, or even Modern Family. That being said, the way that they choose to do the mockumentary style, I do think that it lends itself more so towards the later half of Parks and Recreation or even Modern Family is probably the most accurate comparison. What a mockumentary style means is that in the context of the series, the characters are under the impression that they're being filmed for some type of documentary. Really, what that is is just an excuse to give the viewer an inside look, a candid look at the emotions of the characters. It also allows for some inventive shots and kind of over-the-shoulder angles that lends itself to a level of realism in any type of sitcom that chooses to do this style. I do think that the mockumentary style that they implement into this series does have its charm. I like the talking heads that we get with all the different characters. That being said, I don't, it's not my favorite thing that the series has going on. I think that the series could abandon that in later seasons and be just fine. We've seen kind of Parks and Rec really abandon it. They don't really do talking heads past the second half of the series. That being said, it's still always filmed with that style. Zooming in kind of awkward angles from the outside. I do like that part of it, but The Talking Heads kind of takes me out of the world of the, of the series at times. What is Abbott Elementary about? I'm glad you asked. The creator, Quinta Br- Brunson, is also the main character in the series. She plays a second grade teacher who is super enthusiastic about her job. She's super heartfelt. She wants everyone to get along, and she wants the best for her students and everyone around her. The series also follows the different teachers around. These are kind of our main core members. I do think that this series actually does borrow a lot from the Office, even though that it, even though it does breathe its own life into its series. I think on paper, anyone I think it'll be easy for people to see how it is very reminiscent of the Office. And right off the bat, you get the different dynamics that these coworkers share. Now, one thing I want to highlight is within the main cast, we have four main black characters of the six main characters in the series four of them are black and they all have their own distinct personalities now the school that they work at is a underserved predominantly back black community within philadelphia so naturally you can assume that the subject matter is going to be geared towards kind of highlighting the black community uh kind of giving some more attention to that side of things that being said it doesn't it never feels overbearing with that commentary it's just present I've never, you know, first of all, I've barely ever seen a show that has a predominantly black cast that doesn't feel specifically for the black community. I think Abbott Elementary is a series that can entertain anyone. It's not made for one community. It happens to highlight this community within Philadelphia and happens to have a majority black character, majority black characters within the show that being said, it's just being accurate to what this school environment would be, and it never feels like it's it never feels like it's pandering. I feel like this is a natural story that's being told very accurately to the community that it's trying to represent. Tyler James Williams plays a character in the series named Gregory. He is a new substitute teacher at the beginning of the series. We find out that his character actually applied and got hired as the principal role. But he later got turned down that position for reasons that get revealed throughout the series for their current principal, whose name is Ava. Ava is a wild, wacky, outlandish uh, character. She's kind of the Michael Scott of the series, but she has a lot more flair and personality, but the same level of competency for the job. Overall, not very fit for the role that she has, but her her spunky attitude and high level energy keeps her charming enough that everybody wants to keep her around. Now, I want to touch on the Gregory character. If you didn't already hear it in my description of his actor's name, Tyler James Williams, this is actually the same character. This is the same actor who played Chris and everybody hates Chris. If you've seen that series growing up, you know that this character has a lot of charisma and his character is even shown being in school a lot of the time. He is known. His character specifically was the character who was the one black kid at an all white school. Seeing that reversed a little bit, giving him a leadership position as a teacher within this school that is predominantly black, it feels like a, a proper spiritual successor for this actor to take on. I, it was definitely a surprise to see him in that first episode. I wasn't expecting to see him come through. And once I realized who it was, I, I, you know, I was a little skeptical at first. I haven't seen this actor do many roles outside of when he was a child growing up, but seeing him in this series, he does an amazing job. The dynamic that's set up between the Gregory character and the Janine character, our main character, uh, it really sets up a Pim and, uh, Pam and Jim relationship. That's a slight spoiler, but I think that 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 reads through in the first episode immediately when you see them on screen. They have this chemistry together, even though she is actually in a relationship and it's actually shown that the relationship that she's currently in is probably not the best for her. And they play with those emotions a little bit throughout the series. But time and time again, you see that these characters do have a strong chemistry for each other, even though circumstantially they aren't romantic options for each other at this moment. I'm positive that down the road we will see a romance blossom between the two of them. The other three teachers, I say, are more so the B characters. Like the first three that I highlighted, the principal and the two teachers with the potential love interest... They're kind of the main cast, in my opinion. And then the second tier cast, which are still part of the main cast, they're just slightly more in the background, are the three other teachers. And that's going to be Barbara, who is kind of the oldest teacher around. She is the one that our main character looks up to as a mother figure and just a role model within the teacher landscape. We also have Melissa. She is also a second grade teacher. She is kind of the hard knocks one of them all. She's got a strong bent to her, and she takes on that Philadelphia archetype. And then we have Jacob Hill. He's the soft-spoken, timid, super strange, he's, he also happens to be gay uh, character in the mix. He provides a nice balance to the overall flow of the cast. I really like his chemistry with Janine, and pretty much anytime he's a character where you can play him off of any other character in the series, and there's always chemistry on screen. I think that he actually brings some of the best humor in the series. And that's a good segue into one of the highlights that I do want to talk about, which is humor. This series is not overly funny. It's not one of the funnier series that are on TV right now. But it does have a nice light-hearted tone. The show does manage to make me smile, does manage to make me giggle, and that's always within the dynamics between the co-workers, all the different teachers on screen. Comedically, I would say that Ava the principal is the funniest character on the series. But really, I, any, any combination of these characters always has chemistry, and it's good for a light laugh. I don't think that the humor is something that this show shines in. It's certainly not the best part of the series. Where this series really shines, in my opinion, is with the dynamics that they create between the students and teachers. There are just some plots and some aspects to that type of storytelling that I really haven't seen before. This isn't the first series to depict teachers, but I do think this is perhaps the most accurate one. My girlfriend worked in a school setting just, as, just like this, and I... I've grown up going to schools very similar to this, especially in my elementary years. And I can honestly say that this is a very accurate depiction of what a school in this community would look like. Another aspect that I think this series does really well is just highlighting how much, how underserved teachers are as well as the students and how it's really up to the teachers to do a lot of the heavy lifting when they don't have the funding and resources to give the students every opportunity that they deserve. They highlight that excellently well. I know that that's a topic that a lot of people talk about nowadays. And it's definitely something that I think that we need to work on societally. That's another reason why I want to highlight the show. I think this show deserves to be on a pedestal because that's going to be the most effective thing in getting this rhetoric across to middle America. Now, I'm certainly not the first person to sing the praises of this series. Most recently at the Emmys, they actually really cleaned up. A lot of the actors all got awards and the series itself got a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series. So that was very impressive. And uh, it, Abbott Elementary is already on track for season two, airing on September 21st. So just in a couple weeks here. I'm excited to hop into season two. Seems like I hopped on this bandwagon right at the right time. I love it when lightning strikes like that. There are a couple of actors that I do want to highlight that have like some like B, level C roles within the series that we do see a few times throughout. First one is Mr. Johnson. He plays the Custodian. They've given a few winks to the audience that this Custodian character has a rich history of doing many uh, illustrious jobs. So I'm excited to continue to see layers being peeled back from him. Comedy wise, he also packs a mean punch. He's pretty much always looking around in the background of episodes never reflecting the plot in any direct way but always up to his own shenanigans. He is considered to be a part of like the main group and is given that level of respect, even though he's kind of always doing his own ridiculous thing off to the side. Every time they show him on screen, it it always probably gets some of the best laughs out of that episode. Another character who I thought did a really nuanced job. It's his name is Zach Fox. He's playing the Tariq character. This is the boyfriend to our main character. Um, At first, he's depicted to be kind of like showboaty, kind of up his own butt, not necessarily that he cares about his girlfriend too much, maybe that he takes advantage of her, but every time that we see his character, I actually like that they depict him as still being pretty much a good guy. If he has any faults, it's that he's a little bit unaware, but he is receiving a fair amount of success through his rap career. Every rap example that they show us, the audience, shows that he's pretty terrible, but Clearly, within the world of Abbott Elementary, he is gaining some level of success and notoriety. People do respect him as a rapper. Now, he seems to be oblivious all the time and overlooks uh, Janine's emotions a lot. That being said, he does care about her. He, He expresses this multiple times that she is his rock and that he really cares about her. They clearly have a nice chemistry and a nice bond and friendship. They have been dating since like the eighth grade or something like that. I think that they dropped that information on at some point. And they, you know, I, without spoiling where their relationship goes throughout the season, they do a lot to challenge that, to challenge their relationship, their status, if they should be together. I, and I appreciate that. But I, what I really appreciate is that they didn't make him out to be a villain character. Uh, the easy comparison here would be the Jim and Pam relationship and Pam's relationship in the office with Roy. He's easily someone you could point to as, as the villain. But I don't think that's as easily clear for Tariq. The, what they specifically highlight is that for them to grow individually, particularly Janine, they need to be separated. And so they give it more so of an angle that they've uh, grown each other, less so than him being an asshole and that she has to get away from him. I just appreciate the nuanced character and... That's one of the examples of, this type of, to- of the type of storytelling that you get out of Abbott Elementary. It's not black and white. They, they do present a gray area for a lot of situations that don't have an easy answer, and they kind of sit with that and provide a unique answer. So yeah, it's one of the reasons I really like this series. That's pretty much going to bring this conversation to a close. I know that this was certainly a quicker review as far as a lot of mine go, But again, I just wanted to take this opportunity to tell people about Abbott Elementary and kind of put it on the map a little bit more. You know, maybe my one listener will go ahead and check it out after that. But yeah, Abbott Elementary, super heartfelt. It is funny, comedic. It's got great characters, great chemistry. And if you need a pick-me-up, if you need a feel-good show, something to feel optimistic about the world, this is definitely the stop for you. So check it out. It's on Hulu. It's on HBO Max. I'm sure you can find it somewhere else as well. But yeah, that's going to bring this conversation to a close. Thank you for listening as always if you made it this far. My name's Darius, and I'm out of here. I love you.